to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. And during this series, Pastor DeMichael is teaching a lesson entitled Mormon Doctrines in Light of the Bible. Come find out what the Bible has to say on this issue. And please be sure to stay tuned after the broadcast as we will have a special offer for a free book on this very subject. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Let's look at the position of 1 Corinthians 15, verse 29, according to Mormonism, as it refers to proxy baptism for the dead, as they practice it, for the reasons they practice it. It therefore rests upon five presuppositions. Number one, supposition number one, baptism saves. It doesn't. Okay? That's the first presupposition. If you didn't know anything else, and you just understood the New Testament, that baptism does not save. Water baptism does not cleanse your soul. Remember, it is a like figure. It's a picture. It is something that takes place in response to obedience, to discipleship, and it pictures and it shows what's already taken place in the life of the believer. We put them, when we put them in the water, we're showing crucifixion with Christ. We put them under the water, we're showing burial with Christ. We pull them out of the water, we're again picturing or demonstrating a new life in Christ. That should have already taken place in their heart, spiritually speaking, by the power of the Holy Spirit, by faith in Jesus Christ. All right, so presupposition by the Mormon church, number one, baptism saves, it doesn't. Presupposition number two, there is second chance salvation. There isn't. We've demonstrated that clearly. Where the tree falleth, there shall it lie. He that is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is holy, let him be holy still. And again, even the Book of Mormon teaches that in certain portions of Scripture. Uh, number three, in uh, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 29, Paul was referring to Christians who were doing the baptizing for the dead. And again, Paul says, they, not we, in the verse. So whatever it teaches, it sure doesn't teach that Paul was encouraging people to do it or that even he was doing it. And then uh, uh, number four, being concerned with genealogies is a good thing. It is not, biblically speaking. Unless the genealogy you're worried about is the genealogy of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's found in the book of Matthew and in the book of Luke. And you can cross-reference that to the Old Testament and find that Christ has the right genealogy to be our Savior. That's the only genealogy you've got to concern yourself with. Uh, who you're related to and what's in your family tree either back of the limb toward the trunk or ahead of you makes no difference whatsoever. It's a genealogy of Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ. And of course, we've seen that uh, this uh, overemphasis of genealogies by the Mormon church is not a biblical thing. It's not a good thing. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 4, Titus chapter 3, verse 9. And then number five, the fifth presupposition by the Mormon church Paul meant baptism for the dead in exactly the same way the Mormon church does, impossible in view of the preceding and so much more that we could look at. Now, let's look at one more thing. Let's look at what Joseph Smith called the greatest commandment. The greatest commandment. I need you to turn to Mark chapter 12 for this. Mark chapter 12. Now, think of this. Joseph Smith is going to tell us about the greatest commandment. And I'm going to quote from you out of Times and Seasons, Volume 5, page 616. 
volume 5, page 616. He said, the greatest responsibility in this world that God has laid upon us. Are you ready for this? Now remember, Jesus was once asked, what was the greatest commandment? And you remember his answer? Basically, to, to love the Lord your God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And of course, what he was giving us was the first commandment. And then the second was like unto it, love your neighbor as yourself. All right, that was Christ's answer. But here's Joseph Smith's answer. And again, Joseph Smith comes right up against the Lord Jesus Christ again. Fact of the matter is, folks, Joseph Smith is a much more important person in Mormonism than Christ is. I'll tell you that right up front. When the Mormon missionary comes knocking on your door, don't let him kid you into thinking that he believes Christ is as important as you think he is. And don't let him kid you into thinking that he thinks that Christ is more important than Joseph Smith. He doesn't. Joseph Smith is preeminent over Christ in Mormonism. That's easy to prove, and we're going to have a lesson on Joseph Smith, and we're going to demonstrate that. But, folks, this is, uh, this is uh, egomania right here, this statement right here. Smith says this, The greatest responsibility in this world that God has laid upon us is to seek after our dead. Folks, in light of what we've just seen, that's the most preposterous statement I've ever heard. To seek after our dead, folks. Hey, look, when someone dies in the Lord, we sorrow not as others which have no hope. We rejoice that we're going to see them again in heaven, don't we? But it's over with, folks. You don't affect their spiritual condition, and they can't affect yours. And if somebody dies outside of the Lord, that's a tragic and a sad thing. But the bottom line is they made a choice. They made a choice. And there's nothing you can do about it or nothing they can do about it back. So uh, it seems strange that the greatest responsibility, according to Joseph Smith, was never mentioned by Christ anywhere in the Scriptures, or Paul, or Peter, or John, or James, and on and on we could go. All right, Mark chapter 12. Mark chapter 12, verse 28. Mark chapter 12, verse 28. Which is the first commandment of all? And Jesus answered him, The first of all commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And incidentally, if you're going to be a Bible-believing Christian, and you're going to love your neighbor successfully, you've got to keep the first commandment in front of the second. You get the second in front of the first, and you become a liberal. And you usually don't wind up loving your neighbor unless it's with someone else's money. But that's another subject for another time. All right, look at the rest of it. And the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. Those are the words of Christ. So when Christ says that and Joseph Smith says the other, Joseph Smith is a liar. I'll take the word of Christ. Now, I know that's going to be offensive to some people, but uh, that's just the way it goes. When someone comes up against Christ that way, he's a liar. And Joseph Smith had access to Mark chapter 12. So either Joseph Smith never got around to reading Mark chapter 12, or he's just arrogant and went straight up against Christ and decided something different, and I'll, I'll go with Christ. And I'll call Joseph Smith a liar. 
Uh, I have met some Mormon people who have boasted of having been baptized as many as 400 times for the sake of those who have died without the gospel so-called. In a 31-page booklet entitled The Plan of Salvation by the Mormon Church, states this, and I quote, We have here an explanation as to how their prison doors may be open and they set free by the ordinance of the gospel through the baptism for the dead. Those that are in the flesh do vicarious work for their dead and become saviors upon Mount Zion. No, they don't. Now let's clear the air as we close. Go to John chapter 3. John chapter 3. The Bible makes it clear that we have one life in which to choose Christ, this one. And only we can make that decision for ourselves. And if you've never, know, if you've never uh, trusted Christ as your personal Savior and established that personal relationship, I would encourage you to choose now to trust Christ as your personal Savior. It's your decision. No one else can make it for you. And there's no better time than now. John chapter 3, verse 14, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation. The light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. Bottom line, we have to trust Christ. Each of us individually. And the fact that my wife is saved does not affect my salvation. The fact that my children are saved does not affect my salvation. The fact that we are saved doesn't affect their salvation. And uh, on and on we could go. Salvation is an individual choice. And there is no baptism for the dead as Mormonism teaches. We would like to thank you for listening to Treasures of Truth. And we would also like to offer a free book about the content you just heard on Mormon Doctrines in Light of the Bible. To receive this free book, please contact the office at Treasure Valley Baptist Church. You can give them a call at 208-888-4545. That's 208-4545. The offices are open Tuesday through Friday. To hear more great messages by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also follow us on Facebook. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services. Our Sunday school begins at 9.30 with the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. We also have great kids programs on Wednesday nights. At 7 o'clock, we've got the Masters Club, which runs during the school year. And at the same time, we have a Bible study for the adults in the main auditorium. With specialized classes and programs for all ages, as well as wonderful nurseries for the youngsters, Treasure Valley Baptist Church has a place for everyone. And don't forget about our vibrant programs for the teens and our college and career group. We hope to see you soon.